Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $599. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from themagswag.com studios. That's themagswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, my name is Mike. Uh, I do not do the program by myself. You hear me tell you that every week. Let me go around the room real quick and tell you who is here with me. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Hey, good to be back. How are you doing today? How are things in the in the week of Earl? Doing well, keeping busy. Very good, very good, very good. I I I I've got to know what's the what was the what was the longest trip this week? Where'd you go? Oh, I'm going to the same place. Uh, I'm covering for somebody else who is another driver who signed up to go on our FEMA shift. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Okay, the the one that I I was on right. for a day. <laughs> but he uh, he volunteered for that, so somebody's got to fill in for him. So I'm covering his schedule, and I'm running basically to Savannah, Georgia, every night and back. Savannah, yeah, but you get to go up there and sit out on the balcony and have a cocktail with the natives. And no, no, I no? meet I meet in yeah. the parking lot of a gas station that closed up for the evening, and meet a driver out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. It sounds pretty suspicious. If you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty. I'm going to need to see some ID, please. <laughs> what are you two doing here in the parking lot? Changing products like that. Swapping trailers. Swapping trailers. There you go. Yeah, you don't even have to do anything, right? You just Now you just, uh, you just you park yours, park yours. I back mine. We do this and good uh-huh. to go. That's I, nice. I don't, I don't handle freight anymore. I handle trailers. There you go. There you go. Uh, sign here. You don't want it. That's it. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. 
Oh, well, let's see. Let's see. Uh, crazy week. Uh, things going on. Um, I guess uh, this is now the land of executive orders, from what I understand. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so that's uh, some yeah, nonsense. And... But by his own definition, we have a uh, dictator in office. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Um, I did see, let's see, uh, another one of the executive orders this week was with, what is it by, th- it was either 2030 or 10 years from now that, uh, the fleet of, of federal vehicles needs to be electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles. Mm. And, and just ironically, uh, look this up folks, uh, Nancy Pelosi dumped a million dollars into Tesla two days before that. Yeah. Yeah. She bought mil- a million dollars worth of stock. Yeah. I believe at five hundred dollars a share yeah and then then that news comes out yeah. and i don't know where the price went up yeah. to but i'm sure it went way up yep yep uh listen uh, you're just just pure coincidence right just, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sure. anything wrong. Uh-huh. i just uh-huh. what 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 listen have you ever seen her at a, a committee meeting or a conference she's not in charge she's not in charge of herself she sits there that, that crazy bat sits there uh you know with 87 or however the heck old she is you know 87 year old mentality and she's just her brain's just wandering off and uh they'll ask her a question and, and i saw this during the uh, uh the, the the supreme court nominations uh or, or confirmation w- when she was asked a question and and she said oh I, I i don't believe so i don't think so and then somebody whispered in her ear and she just immediately said oh no yes we did do that we did that two days ago so she went from oh i, I don't know i don't think so to oh we did it two days ago I mean, in the same breath, like, yeah, and like, what, what's this? Just uh-huh. okay. This this crazy bee needs to be, you know, taken oh. off the uh, taken out of her chair. Well, that, that the thing that really frustrates me is everybody accepts that. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there there are no consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they none whatsoever. They they clearly and blatantly, obviously, have double standards, but nothing is done. She's guilty of uh, a coup d'etat. She called uh, two, three weeks before uh, President Trump left office. She called the Pentagon to the Joint Chiefs of Staff and said she didn't trust them. She wanted the launch codes, and she wanted to be in charge. Yeah. That's that's a coup d'etat, sir. You call over there and say, I'm taking over. I want the authority. Uh, I, wa- I want to be the military commander-in-chief. That's, <laughs> that's a coup. That's a coup. Yeah, but uh, you know they they just need to. I don't know. Just put her in a room that looks like the the Capitol, and she she won't know the difference. She just let her live out her days there, ordering, you know, insure drinks and <laughs> metamucil shots and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, boy, boy. Um, let's see what's else going on. Uh, I did some shooting this morning. Oh yeah, it's the man. I'll tell you what. It's it has ramped up around uh, at least around the Central Florida area where we are. Um, uh, let us know where you are if, if it's ramped up also. But the shooting matches have have gone uh, pretty crazy around here. Uh, um, we we've, we've got one every weekend, if not two every weekend for at least the next two to three months. Uh, it's just it's gone. It, it, I'm, we're gonna need some sponsors for some ammunition <laughs> because 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 uh, nine million a quarter around anymore. You know. Ooh. You know, it's uh, it's seventy five cents to a buck, depending on where you go. So, gonna need to uh, need a need a little help there. You know, you, you just reach out, to, just reach out to us at uh, the old uh, armsroomradio.com dot com and uh, <laughs> tell us about some ammunition. No, I'm just kidding. But we'd love to see you guys come out and shoot. I guess what we should do is talk start to talk about um, uh, where we're gonna be. So before I am, hold on, I think it's right over here on the floor. Hold on, I dropped my card. Hold on, let me grab. 
I'm going to take my headset off or I'll pull yeah. the whole board down. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be very interesting. And, and and you notice the, I don't know, folks, if you can hear the, the voice inflection of leaning over <laughs> to reach the floor. It's way down over here. It's way down over here. I was working out. That's what I was doing. Picking up these weights. Oh, let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see where are we at uh, next uh, weekend. This is uh, looks like Action Steel in Central Florida. So if you want to see us, uh, uh, or at least me, I, I know Earl's restricted on Saturday courses. Maybe get him in on the Sunday courses um, with us. But um, uh, action, action Steel <laughs> that, that would be you know could be possibly entertaining. Let's oh, see. Yeah. Let's see how Earl shoots on. Two hours sleep. Just you know, just drive the big rig. Just drive it right <laughs> up. You know, train as you shoot. Pull it right up to the lane. All right. You know, you're sitting, okay, okay. Shooter ready. Stand by. Honk. That'll be your start. <laughs> Somebody hitting the air horn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so, yeah, Central Florida action. Central Florida Rifle Pistol Club action steal next Saturday. Well, one of the reasons that things are starting to ramp up around here, the weather's quite nice. Oh boy! Listen, I got out this morning and it was. Um, I did the, uh, okay, I got sweatpants in one hand, I got a t-shirt in the other. I just wasn't sure what was going to happen when I got to the range because it's down in the lower lower lands of Florida. And I uh, uh-huh. got over there and it was uh, it was just nice enough for shorts and long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was perfect. Oh, that's like I, I got up this afternoon, you know, I grabbed a few hours sleep yep. and stuck my head out the the door to see what the weather was like it's like oh it's warm out here yeah yeah i, I looked at it i was like 72 it was like yeah it's because i was used to 34 that's right it the was night before this this it, well yeah up in savannah but it was still 40 here in orlando yeah you know, two hours prior three hours prior so uh hey you listen to arms room radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios stick around a more program when we get back from the break semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights. One minute. I'm Alan Gottlieb. You're founder, okay, Kelly? Internet right? Foundation. When someone says... Yay! Okay, I just got a little alert on my computer them, so it's running slow. Determined ...what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of... Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. And we're we're hardline, too, so... ...what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette What's with that? a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 weird. miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. So are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, Earl, the, uh, the, the way the news media reports gun stuff. Listen, it's always been bad, the way they report gun stuff. We know that. Uh, but they're going to be reporting it even worse now. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, with the, uh, with the current uh, reign of, uh, of, of dictatorship going on up there at uh, um, Executive Order Central. Um, so here's, here's one, this is a, this is one from, from, from a story we held over from last week. I don't think you saw this one, but it flows into the New Jersey story that I want to talk about when, when we're done with, when I'm done with this one. So, um, Napa County. So Napa, I picture Napa County. I picture just, you know, everybody sitting out there going, Oh, it has a, a robust oak <laughs> flavor, uh, and looking, you know, going through the wines and all of that. And, very, very nice yeah. bouquet. Yes. It has a bouquet of, uh, was it a uh, O'Day Mad Dog? Yeah, <laughs> a, um, Card Bordeaux. That's right. Here on uh, Strawberry Farms or, or Boone's Farm, we have uh, Stra- <laughs> Strawberry Hill. So, <laughs> um, anyway, Napa County deputies arrested a 44-year-old businessman Friday after he was discovered to have illegal assault rifles, uh, automatic weapons, and a cache of explosives. Now, we're talking about California. So, what that probably means is. He had a ten twenty two with a thirty round mag and some fireworks. <laughs> Quite possibly <laughs> because it's Quite Cali- possibly, because it's yeah. California. Okay, so th- this is this is what they do. This is what they tell, and this is where they start to go. 
Um, and I thought this was excessive. You know, California has bail reform now where like we saw in Los Angeles. Remember the guy, one guy robbed a bank three days, three times in one day. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Bail, bail reform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, sign here. You're free to go. Right, right. Huh? Th- this guy, on the other hand, gets held on a $5 million bail for the, for these charges. Wow. Uh, he owns a, a business there in, in Napa. Uh, a tip led to several illegal weapons. Uh, deputies obtained a search warrant, and they discovered over 50 firearms. Uh, uh, okay, 50. That's that's a decent number. Yeah, I'll nice, give them, nice I'll give collection. Them yeah, it's a nice selection. Of those 50, several were illegal and unregistered, again, for California. Right. This guy's over the line in Nevada. He's good to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the guns, deputies allegedly found more than 15,000 rounds of ammunition. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? If you have one case of twenty-two ammo, uh, folks, um, one case of twenty-two ammo is either 5,000 or 10,000 rounds. That's just how they come. But the uh, case, the, the case, I believe, yeah. is five thousand rounds. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and several pounds of gunpowder. If you're a reloader, that's, yeah, you know, that's you're nothing. Re- you're a reloader, yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm down to several pounds. I need to get some more. Yep. Um, now th- th- this is a little. Ill- th- this part is kind of steps over the line here. The the, ba- the bomb squad was called to respond to the scene, and they located five pipe bombs inside of a safe uh, at a business owned by him. Uh, all five pi- five pipe bombs were rendered safe. Uh, he faces five felony charges and one misdemeanor, and his bail set at five million dollars. Five felony charges. If you commit five murders, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a five million dollar bail. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're going to be held without bail, right? Yeah, you're going to be held, and when they finally do, they're going to make it. Uh, you know, you know, two million dollars, half a million dollars, whatever it happens to be. The, but, but, but it's just the the nature of this guy sounds like. Oh my God, he's got. 15,000 rounds and 50 firearms and a $5 million bail. It was just six charges, five felonies and one misdemeanor. Um, the illegal firearms, again, illegal in California. Yeah. The automatic firearms, they were not automatic firearms. They were just assault rifles. Well. So, California assault by, rifles. By, by, yeah, I was to say, by the legal definition, if they're assault rifles, yeah. then they are full auto. Because yes. assault rifles right. are actually machine guns, right? Exactly which, right. believe it or not, are still legal in this country. Yes, they are. They are heavily yes, regulated are. Yep. and registered, which is understandable. There's only uh, there's only one rifle that's ever been named assault rifle and accurately been named assault rifle, and that's the uh, German Sturmgewehr. Ah, and, yes. And, and if you go to the direct translation for, for Sturmgewehr is rifle assault. That's <laughs> a assault that, rifle, and, yeah. and that one is a, a an engineering oh yeah masterpiece. Yeah, if it, if it's running semi-auto, it's closed bolt. Yep. You flip it over to full auto. Yep. It me- mechanically switches to open bolt. It's it's pretty amazing. It really is. Yeah. Uh, they they do make uh, what's what's the what's the company's name? Oh man, they make the uh, they make the copies of them in twenty two. Now it's obviously just single or, or single uh, shot uh, semi-auto. Um, but man, who, who's the Was little copy? Yeah. Somebody like that. Somebody who makes the copies of them, uh-huh. you know, one of them European companies, uh, and it's a 22 so they can get away with it, you know, but it's still cool. And it's got the weight. I had one, uh, held one, uh, recently okay. and, and, it, and it's, you know, normally you pick those up and you're like, Oh, it's, it weighs, you know, you know, half as much. This was almost full weight, uh, in a 22 and it had that, 
stamp steel, all, stamp metal nice. all the way around it. Nice. So yeah, it was, a, it was a really good copy. Good, good quality reproduction. Exactly right. Uh, this is this is another one of them stories out of New Jersey talking about uh, you know the uh, the cachet and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, this one I I, I completely <laughs> right off the top of my you know as soon as I read it yeah okay the drug dealers are arrested and what's the headline the amount of guns that they found right now listen um, if you're going to own a gun and you and we always tell you uh, you hear me tell you all the time uh, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly uh, being a meth dealer is not. Being a, a responsible Second Amendment citizen, a responsible no. Second Amendment citizen means I obey all the other laws, so it doesn't put my Second Amendment rights in jeopardy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. You, you, what, you, what does Kevin say? <laughs> Violate one law at a time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I only got so much pen and paper here. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, your bill's gonna be high. <laughs> Drug investigation leads to. 11 guns, 11 guns. Okay, all right, all right. Let's see how many, what it is. And loads of ammo, loads of ammo. I think of loads of ammo, I think of perhaps the smallest load I could think of is like truckload, right? Maybe a carload of ammo, uh, a carload, a truckload. Yeah. Those, those are loads of ammo, right? Uh, a forklift load of ammo. Load implies something heavy that I have to put things in. Loads of ammo, okay. A month-long drug investigation at the home of this uh, Hopewell Township ended Wednesday with the arrest of three people, and they confiscated 11 firearms and hundreds of rounds of ammunition. Hundreds. Hundreds. Earl, I just went shooting this morning. At, at any given time, I had hundreds of rounds of ammunition on me. <laughs> I know. On me. That's all. On I'm me. looking at, you know, it's like, you know, say, oh, 11 firearms yeah. were, were confiscated. All right. Yes. You know, if if you and I and Kevin are all three of us together, yeah. yep. we've got about that much between us. True. Very true. <laughs> listen to these devastating eleven firearms. Oh. These these firearms right here. I listen. I'm not saying I support insurrection in the Capitol, but these eleven these eleven guns could take over the world if you, <laughs> if you listen to this newspaper. Yeah. Um, rifles made by Browning, Winchester, and Remington. Okay, those would be called hunting rifles. Okay, you know, those would be that's a bolt action, you know, grandpa style hunting rifles, uh, and four 12 gauge shotguns. Uh, again, I'm going to bet these are uh, uh, grandpa's hunting shotguns. Probably is what they are with 28 inch duck barrels was, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go- goose guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Though, though, I mean, you know, we we make fun of 12 gauges. Yep. Remember what the uh, trench broom was? Yeah, yeah. 12 gauge. Yep. Uh, a Haas 22 caliber revolver handgun. Now, I've had a Haas 22 caliber revolver handgun in my hand, unloaded, and it felt unsafe. It's it's old German 60s pot steel. Oh, okay, one of those. it's crap. <laughs> it's crap. So so it's it's borderline <laughs> along the lines of the next one. They yes. found a loaded Raven Arms MP25 handgun. A loaded Raven. Arms MP25 handgun is only dangerous to the person who shoots it. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's that's just the way a raven works. Uh, right? Um, and I'm not even sure what this last one is. A paraha semi-automatic handgun. Paraha, para, para I've, I've ordinance. Of, I was to say, I've heard of para the ordinance, but paraha, the para. Para, it's like, it, but oh, it's a semi-automatic. That's right. What kind of gun is this? It's a paraha semi-automatic. There we go. Yeah. Detectives also seized seven 30-round AR-style rifle magazines. Again, had them on me earlier. I was going to say, you know, seven, seven mags, that's a decent one-man loadout. Yep, exactly right. That's a standard combat load. Seven, <laughs> seven mags, 210 rounds. That's the standard combat load for a soldier, for an infantry soldier. Um, 
so again, but not illegal, you know, crossing over the border into Pennsylvania, uh, you know, if you wanted to go hunting mm-hmm. <laughs> or just, you know, target shooting. Um, and then $2,150 in cash. Now, again, they had 10 grams of meth. Don't do that. Don't be a moron. No, Don't mix crime and guns. No, notice how, you know, they say, oh, drug dealers were arrested. The first thing you hear about is a firearm was found and... Ten grams, a thousand dollars worth of meth is the last thing listed. Yeah. yeah. Now, if this would be California, five million dollars bail. But since it's New Jersey, somebody only had to pay a doctor bill, so they need twenty one fifty. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Magswag.com studios. Stick around, more program we get back from the break. me i started smoking when i was 13 i always thought when the time came i could quit kelly should have uh, todd calling 28 i tried to go cold turkey and i found out how hard it really was i made it all day without Copy that. <laughs> right until i met up with the guys but i learned something that night in fact every time i tried to quit and there were more than a few i learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me and when i realized that i wasn't alone that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope. We got taught. Getting a Sweet. cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SS. One minute any post office to register. I heard that. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Are you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. Or I was just checking, wanted to see what it was. Uh, it w- and when I, when I left to go to the range this morning, just about 7.30, it was 40 degrees out, mm-hmm. currently 72. Nice. That's that's what you get in Florida. You get that, you get that 30, 40 degree change uh, the, during our winter, mm-hmm. our winter. So uh, unlike a, uh, somebody who has real winters, we're going to bring them on here on the program. Maybe we talk about that with them. Maybe we just forget everything else. We'll just talk weather for the rest of the show. <laughs> um, hey, uh, welcome back to the program uh, from uh, This Is IDS. That's Integrative Defense er, Services, not services, uh, uh, strategies. Um, please welcome back Mr. Todd Fossey. Always good to be here with you. Todd, I completely screwed that up. What's the S stand for? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it is not a 70-degree weather here. I'll tell you that. It's not a 70-degree winter day here. You you guys have winter. You, you, you're up there in, uh, in Minnesota, right? So tell everybody what winter's like there. Yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> you know, it's been unseasonably warm here. It's uh, it's 30 degrees here today in January, which is insane. I mean, it's not uncommon for us to hit minus 20 to minus 40 degrees this time of year. So it's, That's it's just... we're spoiled right now, but it is, it is 30 degrees as I, as I sit here on the phone with you. In fact, I'm in the car right now. My, 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 uh, my training center is on my, uh, my farm. I have a little hobby farm. Right. And my wife and I just went and bought uh, a couple of uh, uh, miniature donkeys. So we're just on our way back. <laughs> we're on our way back from buying miniature donkeys as I speak to you right now. So it's, <laughs> what you're saying is you went out and got yourself a little ass. I got myself a lot of little ass. <laughs> With his wife. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. That was Earl. That was Earl, not me. Oh. That's that's craziness. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad you guys uh, got unseasonably warm, but uh, you can still keep that 30 degree nonsense to yourself. I'm just saying. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're up here in the Northwoods. It's good. It's good time. <laughs> good. That's good. That's too much. How, how long till you get them donkeys home? The babies, the, the little ones. Uh, so we just we just bought them about an hour ago, and uh, we will have them home in the middle of May. They're okay. just babies. They're not even a year old, so they'll be ready to come home in, yeah, in mid-May. So we're looking forward to that. They're a lot of fun. They're super cute. They'll be a nice little addition to to what we have going on at the at the hobby farm there. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, we we get people down here that uh, they put donkeys on their cattle farms and on their horse farms, but it's to uh, it's to stomp the coyotes is what what they use them for mostly down here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. We have uh, we have horses too. We have horses on our uh, on our farm. So. Very cool. It's it's my wife's passion, so she's very excited about having these these baby donkeys at, at the at the Fossey farm. Well, very nice, very nice. That's very congratulations to you and the donkeys and to your wife as well. So, <laughs> that's uh, so what's uh, what's going on today, Todd? What do you what do you have for us? You know, um, as we've been talking about a lot um, over the last several months, there's a lot of new. A lot of new gun owners out there, right? Right. 
And so I thought it would be a good idea for us to talk about now that, you know, the, the question is now that I have this new gun, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do with it now? Like what are, what are some of the next most practical steps that I can take? So I thought maybe we could talk about that and what, and what some of the, you know, what are some of the, the steps that you can take it really in the context of, of personal protection and self-defense. We could do a little right. breakdown there. How does that yeah. sound? That sounds wonderful. Let's do it. Yeah. That sounds boring. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. Listen, and here's here's one of my my big issues with that is uh, I I know that in the states where they mandate training for firearms, people always seem to get the minimum and that's it. And I, and the in the states that are wide open, whether it's a uh, no requirements or it's a constitutional carry state, those people always see, seem to seek out oh, yeah. better training. It it just that always yeah. it, it, you know, it's yeah. like don't tell me what I want. And then they go out and get what they want. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, when, when they have exactly. to do it, they they do the bare minimum. When they when they don't have to do it, yep. then they go hog wild. So yeah. once once they get Todd, once yeah. they go beyond this, you know, and listen, the, the hour and a half you get at a gun show kind of training is worthless. What should they be looking for with this first gun? Where should they? What should they do? What what kind of training should they want? Well, let's just talk about some really. If it's okay, if you yeah. talk about some really stupid practical steps that they can, you know, that they can start to be proactive. Uh, you can turn it off, hon. Um, they can start to be proactive on their own even before they get training. And that's good point. You, know, you can go online and start looking. Yes, go online or get some good books and start looking for some practical steps that you can take for safe handling. There you go. You're gonna want to. You're gonna have the urge and the impulse to want to handle that thing right away. And you're going to have the need to handle that thing right away, right? So safe handling. But there's a, there's, a, there's a few things that I'd like to talk about with that that I think is going to be different than what most people teach or what most people are going to see in videos. That I'd like to kind of plant the seed in people's minds now. We teach ours, our version a little bit differently. We, we like to teach it in the context of self-defense and personal protection. You can start to weave in good habits for self-defense and personal protection right away that even goes beyond kind of the linear approach. That's what we call the linear approach of generic marksmanship or, or range handling, right? Right, right. The way that you stand, the way that you posture yourself, the way, right? We call it framing up or we call it universal defensive platform. I know that might sound confusing to some people, but oh, I'm that you down. can that's, start that's to add great. dimensionality to your training. You can start to add dimensionality to your practice right away and start to develop good habits and burn those habits into your cerebellum or your muscle memory right out of the gate. And we, we think that context dictates strategy. So think about your handling in the context of self-defense right out of the gate. That would be the first thing that I would say. I know. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, well, rec- recognize what you need, what, what you're, what your role is, you recognize what what you wanted the firearm for. You know, you're you're before you go get this training, figure out where you fit in. Exactly right. It's what we call philosophy of use, right? To borrow right. from nothing fancy, philosophy of use, right? What what is what is it that you want out of this? And so, how can you start to develop good habits right out of the gate? Because if you develop bad habits. One, that can be very detrimental for you if you're faced with a real-life critical incident. Right. We see right. this all the time. Uh, training scars, or what they call in neuroscience, they call it slip and capture errors. We want to make sure that we're, we're developing those good habits immediately because there are no neutral repetitions, right? right. Um, the next thing is pick up some what are called, what are called snap caps, right? Yeah. Snap caps are a way that they're, 
there are, or a, a dummy round, right, so that you can practice safe loading and unloading and handling at home in a safe space that you have delegated just for this handling where there's no live ammunition that's allowed in that space, right, um, so that you can so that you can work safely and get a lot of practice. I would say at first daily practice and daily repetition of this basic handling and, and what we call a safe room inside of your home or living space. So that would be the, the very first thing that I would start to think about. No, that that works perfect. That's that's good stuff. So uh, from yes. from from there, where 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 do we where do we push on from there? I, I mean, again, we're talking about super practicality here. Right. I mean, start looking and learning about different types of locking devices and storage devices. You know, have a, 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 a device like a, a hard case that you can, you know, double lock that's portable that you can take with you. And it's always a good idea to have a fixed gun safe as well. Right. Safe storage, safe handling, first things. But again, think about that in the context of personal protection, home protection, self-defense. Something that is going to that is going to safely, um, you know, secure that weapon from unauthorized people, but something that you can get at quickly enough at the same time. Those are some really important things for new gunners to start to think about immediately. Folks, you should be looking at the those uh, those those look at those local laws also because uh, you know you, there's different requirements from one jurisdiction to another on how to keep those firearms. Now, this keeping them safe and keeping them from children—that's the law nationwide. But but some other places have have different requirements and depending on different licensing and all of that. So make sure where you are, you check that. And you know, we've already talked to you hear you hear friends on here all the time on uh, on educating the children in the home and then uh, and then making sure the children are safe uh, around them as well. So make sure you you look. You know, you, you want to get those. You want to get that basic. You know what you want to do. You want to look. Uh, Todd, we coming up on a break. You want to stick around so we can talk some more. We can get 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 some more knowledge I lo- I to the love people. To. I'd love to. All right, excellent, excellent. Yeah, Amen. Listen, I'd love to. This is good. Um, yeah, listen, uh, um, folks, you, you know, we've you've heard us talk here. What uh, our good friend the 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 Pew Pew Jew with with, with children books, children's books, and then uh, our, our Derek out in Oregon um, with. Uh, with the the project uh, safe space that he does out there for teaching for the children, with uh, uh, he does it with Cabela's. So, check into them. Uh, hey, listen, we get back to the ba- back from the break. We'll have Todd. We're going to move on and uh, what you need to be doing to get yourself up to speed. So, stick around. We'll be back after the break. Tech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training Cert SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? (laughs) Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. How are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Hey, before we went to, before we went to break, we had Todd with us here, and uh, we were talking about, uh, I said, I interrupted Todd, I said, make sure you check your local laws for 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 uh, maintaining or securing firearms in case there's anything anything extra, and then you need to decide whether you're going to follow some ridiculous non-gun uh you know aficionados uh, recommendation or you want to stay at the ready uh but you also want to maintain safety at all the time that's where we said go check out uh, the pew pew jew there yehuda our good friend who, who does kids books and then derek who's with the kids safe foundation.org kids safe foundation.org and then we're gonna hand it back to todd and let him take us to the next step todd it's back to you yeah so the piggy piggybacking off of what you were just talking about mike is uh, uh, having having people that are new gun owners right away on their own with whatever jurisdiction that they're in at the time, not even just where they live, because right. we're responsible for understanding the laws wherever we're at, right? right. So right. understanding the legalities that surround self-defense and the use of force both inside and outside of the home. Now, depending on what jurisdiction that you're in, there may be some variations with those laws depending on whether you're inside or you're outside of the home. Sometimes there's very little deviation. but In some jurisdictions, there's very little deviation. But in other jurisdictions, there can be significant deviations. So having a strong understanding because a lot of self-defense and personal protection, especially with the firearm, revolves around good decision-making. So then it's important to understand once you have an intellectual understanding of what those what those laws are that govern the use of force that we're actually being proactive about training for those decisions outside of just an intellectual understanding which takes us on to the next step and the next step is to look for a good concealed carry class and a good concealed carry class in my opinion takes a holistic approach it isn't just a factory where you can go to get your you know to get your certification to to get your permit and unfortunately, to be, you guys know, I, I don't pull any punches. Um, unfortunately, there are a lot of places out there that 
take that approach as kind of a factory just to give people a certificate. Yep. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who take the wrong attitude. They just want to do the bare minimum. Just give me my certificate so I can carry, and that's all I need to know. And I just want to let people know that is the wrong approach. That is the wrong mindset. You are setting yourself up for catastrophic outcomes if you take that kind of an approach. So make sure you're looking for someone who really teaches a very thorough and holistic class that revolves around concealed carry. And that will give you really, I think, a bare minimum foundation for you to build upon from there. Todd, in that, in that first class, that first class that somebody's looking at, uh, um, you know, how much, how much time would you say is, is, is a good amount of time for an initial introductory class? And then, and then how much of that do you think uh, needs to be like the the law block so they could understand before they even start putting hands on guns. And I know some states is two, some some states is four hours. Some states there's nothing recommended at all other than they must do it. What would what yeah. would what what should they be looking for? Because listen, knowing how to use the gun and when to use the gun uh, are, are two different things. Absolutely. Um, you know, my what I'm going to say isn't going to be very popular, but I'm more interested in preparing people for reality than for a, 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 a false sense of confidence. Exactly. The more, the better. Yeah. To be like in Minnesota, our, our, our minimum requirement is eight hours here in Minnesota. And to be honest with you, that's not, that's not enough for my comfort level. Right. You know, uh, the more explored, the better you have more exposure that you have and the more practical training that you can have, um, the better off that you're, you know, the better off that you're going to be. It's not uncommon well, we'll teach a concealed carry class at Integrative Defense Strategies, and then we have ongoing classes that build off of that. And many people will take their concealed carry class, and then they'll train with us for six months to a year before they even feel feel comfortable carrying. That's going to vary from person to person, but I think that's a really I think that's a really sound approach for most people. Yeah, and and, and, you know, and that's that typically um, you know depends on the person too, because you get some people that. Oh, listen! I bought a gun and I watched a YouTube video. I'm confident. And then you get others that, you know, they just they that that quest for knowledge never ends, and they want six months worth of training, and then they still feel inadequate. You know, it's it 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 happens, and yeah. you get both kinds. You just got to be sure, you know, yep. to keep your keep your sense and, and awareness up because uh, you know you, you want to know which guy you're standing next to at the range too. Absolutely, and especially if you're not just at the range, but especially if you're choosing to carry out and about in life. You know, you've heard me talk a, a lot on, on this show, and I talk about it a lot in, in, in all of my training, about the Dunning-Kruger effect, where people, with, it's a psychological phenomenon where people of low ability suffer what's from what's called an <laughs> illusory superiority. That means that they think that they're far more capable than what they actually are. And they also suffer from what's called the technical terminology is a metacognitive inability to recognize their own ineptitude. That means they don't even understand what they're not, what they don't know and what they're not capable of. So it's important that we understand this about ourselves and that we, I really think that we should err kind of on the side of caution. On the other hand, the more responsible gun owners that are out there carrying firearms, the safer the world is, the, the statistics are you know, they can't even be argued, right? John Lott has broke this down with that, with, with, with it inequivocally, you know. So we want to have as many good people out there carrying as possible, as long as they have a level of self-awareness, as long as they're honest about what their abilities are. And it does happen the other way, too, where I tell people, students, to say, they were training with me for six or seven months. I'm like, you know, you're really ready to start carrying. They don't feel confident yet. And I'm like, time for you to take that leap and the more that you do it the more comfortable you'll get it's like driving a car right, right or right. flying a helicopter yep. right michael yeah exactly the more that you do it the better you get at it right yep, yep. 
Yeah, we uh, we we commonly call the uh, the Dunning Kruger yeah. effect the uh, the couch confidence. Is is it just like I watched John Wick? I know how to do that. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, that's that analogy is very real. Yeah. That's that's one of the big challenges as being a trainer is that we America is trained by Hollywood. Yeah, and that's a big problem. It's a big problem in a lot of ways, right? So we are part of our job is to kind of. I call it giving people a sense of a dose of confidence and a dose of reality at the same time. I don't want to give people a false sense of confidence, but I don't want to destroy their confidence either. So finding that nice middle ground where they're, they're having, you know, to deal with reality, but realize they can, they can do some things too. You know, that's, that's, I think in terms of the psychology or mindset of the approach, I, I think that that's optimal personally. Um, Agreed. after that, Agreed. I think it's important that we start looking at, uh, you know, exploring different methods of carry, a method of carry that you think is going to be best for you, method of carry is going to be best for your lifestyle and your unique set of attributes. Again, Dunning-Kruger effect is going to kick in for a lot of people, and they're going to be marketed in certain ways, and they're going to think certain methods of carry are what's going to be best for them. And then they get into some real-world training, and they realize, oh, my gosh, this isn't going to work for me at all. It's a process. Everyone who carries on a regular basis has been through this process. Just let yourself go through that until you can set up and find a system that's going to be best for you. So I think that's a, a good next best step. Very good, very good. Listen, we're running up on the end of the segment. We only got about a minute, two minutes left, so we're going to ask you a, a another difficult question. What what what's your everyday carry? And and then I'm curious, do you change your everyday carry? You know, I I would say 95 plus percent of the time I carry a Glock 17. Kydex at the three o'clock position. Um, I, I have a, a, a holster that I really like from Raven Concealment. Very nice. That works best for me for my body type. My yeah, um, I, I like a full size. And then occasionally I'll carry appendix. I'll carry a Glock 19 at the appendix position about two and a half percent of the time. And then occasionally I'll carry a Glock 43 um, at the three o'clock position, same as I would with my Glock 17. So about two and a half percent of the time, but. I like to keep things as consistent as possible while leaving myself enough flexibility to be adaptive to my circumstances at the same time. So I think that's a, I, I, we, you know, life is fluid and changing around us, and I would rather have it on me than not. So uh, being able to be fluid and adaptable is, I think, is, is very important while maintaining enough consistency for positive outcomes. I, I, I love that. All the three options that you use, and I know you stay with one ninety-five percent of the time, but they're all the same platform. It's a Glock because when you close your eyes, a Glock is a Glock is a Glock, uh, and you know it might be a different size, but a Glock is a Glock. Is, I don't have to worry about is does this one have a safety? Does this one not have a safety? Did I forget which that's one right. I'm carrying today? And, and that's 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 great, and that's very important. That's uh, right. All the ergonomics, all the ergonomics yeah. are the same. One last little thing, if I may, super super quick. Learn basic hands-free skills and, and combatives, yes. and learn how to retain your weapon because eighty percent of assaults are simple assaults at contact distance. So, knowing how to defend yourself with your hands, integrated with your firearm, while you're integrating weapon retention skills, is something that is dramatically overlooked. While you are learning to understand how to manage different distances, it's so critical, even for beginners. I can't urge it enough, and it is overlooked way too often. That's it, folks. Todd Fossey from This Is IDS. That's IntegrativeDefenseStrategies.com. On the money, as usual, Todd. Look forward to having you back in a couple weeks. Uh, until next hour, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Thanks, Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Thanks again, Todd.
Hiltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Who are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, hey, guiding us through the remainder of the program here. We've got about an hour left in the show. Uh, commercials, maybe just less than an hour if you, if, you, if you don't want to listen to the last commercial. But we recommend you listen to all of our advertisements there. They're very important people to us and to you as well. I'm sure you are. Um, Got some. Let's see. There's some new local ones coming out. We got some new national commercials coming out in the next week or two. So you guys should uh, you get a kick out of it. Trying, trying to, trying to bring you that same level of uh, you know seriousness and ha ha at the same time oh, in, in yeah. the commercials. So yeah, we we set the bar really high. On we that. did, we did. Listen, uh, uh, well, hold on. Let me go around the room real quick. Finish you, introduce you to my fellow uh, compatriots uh, on my right, the right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Sounded like you're trying to get that out there really quick. Yeah, and I and I did it without stumbling. I was, I was surprised myself. <laughs> I didn't fall flat on my tongue. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, listen, there's, we've had a number of commercials that we've put out, and uh, it had gone weeks and months before somebody said, uh, "That's a funny commercial." Uh, you, is that a, you guys should get a real product? I was like, "That is a real product. It <laughs> is a real product." So. Uh, so when it's getting that time, we got to start rolling out some new holiday. Just because we're so. representing it doesn't mean yeah, it's fake. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So then there was a series. I think like the second or third series of commercials we did. We had to put at the beginning. The following is an actual advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
may have to bring that back. Do some bring back some of the classics. Some of the classics. So, uh, looking at let's see, uh, your, your travel travel schedule. Uh, we got stuff uh, coming up here. Uh, these are the hold on where to go. These are the uh, events we're, we're we're eyeballing or been asked to attend um, for the next couple of months. Let's see, what we got here the uh, the Florida Carry Camping Event. Ah. That, that one's uh, March nineteenth and twentieth up in the uh, Ocala area, Ocala, Florida. They want us to go camping again, huh? Listen, I I don't know what it is with these guys. I mean, they're dear friends of mine, but um, I I, I doesn't mean I want to lay down next to you on the ground in a in a sleeping bag. You know, it's just uh, I mean. Listen, we can hang out here by the fire. We can have a few drinks, uh, and when you know when there's a safe drivers involved, I'm driving back to the hotel, you know, <laughs> sleeping in the bed. Okay, uh, and I'm not this uh, lay on the ground guy anymore. I just well, uh, yeah, the, the the U.S. Army kind of cured I, you of that. Listen, I'll do it, but I've got to have avenues of approach. I've got to have overhead <laughs> cover. I've got to have uh, egress routes, entry routes. I got to have all that. You know, I got to set up uh, you know uh, uh, distractions and all that. So. Um, uh, following that, the ILEDA, that's the Law Enforcement Training Association there uh, up in uh, St. Louis, uh, Missouri, March 22nd to 27th. The, the Wanamaker Gun Show. If you've never been to the Wanamaker Gun Show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, that's or, the one that's like in a football stadium? It, it's, it's, it's a convention center there. The one in the, the, the crossroads of the West one in Arizona is the one in the, uh, in, in the football stadium. Okay. Um, Wanamaker's is... Um, it's the size of Shot Show, but gun just regular gun dealers just come. Oh wow! Just, yeah, it's 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 a thousand, thousand you know two thousand vendors you know nice. Plus each one's four or five tables, so you're looking at you know you know four or five thousand tables as your typical gun show. Your typical decent gun show is three hundred tables, four hundred tables. So this is you know fifteen twenty times bigger than that. So. so this is a this is a weekend event. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is not one you're going to see in the whole weekend. Yeah, we got the. Uh, uh, USCCA's Concealed Carry Expo coming up in Nashville in April. Um, the NRA annual meetings and expositions in uh, in Houston this year in May. Uh, Blade Show is back in Atlanta in June. Yes, I've been to been to been, a been, couple of those. Been to Blade. I haven't been to Blade in a while. I want to get me, back. Want to yeah, get back up to Blade. It's been a while for me as well. Uh, we got a good friend that goes every year and he hates it. Because he has to work it. Well, he, he's gotten where you know because that's all he does is yeah. conventions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we 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 go there for fun. Right. It, him, it, it, he's clocking in. The uh, Texas Police Association conference that's in uh, Bryan College Station, Texas, in June, uh, June twenty eighth through thirtieth, um, and then uh, in Louisville they have it's almost as big as the Wanamaker gun show. It's the biggest gun show on the east of the Mississippi. Okay. Um, it's the National Gun Day and Military Show in Louisville, Kentucky, October 9th and 10th. Now, I've been to that one uh, before when I was stationed at Fort Knox, and that was um, that's one of those where you're like, oh, whoa. You know, and you walk in and you're like, well, this must be a two-week event. If they want everybody to see everything, this has got to be a two-week event. And you're like, no, it's just... Uh, it used to be Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Now it's just Saturday and Sunday again. And it's like... Uh, well, I'm staying overnight. Then, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do that. So, when did the doors open? All yeah. right. Yeah. When do they kick us out? Exactly. All right. Yeah, and it's 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 so big, girl, that you know you normally go to a gun show. You're like, you know what I'll do? I'll walk around once, see what I want, <laughs> um, and then go back to it. Yeah, that's a that's a nice thought. Yeah, this is. Uh, I found it. I I may never find my way back here again. So I should I should probably buy it. Yeah. Uh, because I'll get lost coming back, and who knows how many tens of thousands of people are going to see it after me. So, uh, looking forward to a couple of big gun shows. Denver's got uh, a couple throughout the year, also that they've asked us to come up and uh, and sit with them and uh, and uh, 
in uh, Denver there. So, uh, uh, sure, okay. You know, this isn't. That'd be cool. Have portable radio. We'll travel. You know, yeah, radio microphone. Yeah, we'll travel. Yeah. So that's I. I enjoy. I remember, you know, a few years ago traveling out of state. Uh, we were actually my wife and I were going up to Indiana to settle a family member's estate on her side. And we stopped off in, I believe it was Nashville on the okay. way back. Right. And I happened, you know, just running down the highway, and I don't remember if it was a billboard or just a sign stuck in the side of the road, you know, gun show this weekend. I'm like, oh, we're out of state. Yeah. Let's see what's different. Listen, you know, we just I just had this conversation with a good friend of ours. Um, and uh, uh, if you have the opportunity, if you're if you've been you know stuck in one state, now listen, we're in we're we're you know where we are in Florida, and I know our friends up in the, the Pacific Northwest, you're, you're pretty much stuck stuck in Washington State. It's not an easy drive to get to another state. Um, but if you have the opportunity to cross state lines and go to a gun show, uh, do it because here's how FFLs work: the Federal Firearms License guys. Um, they can't even take their guns out of state to show unless they transfer all their guns to another dealer. And then the other dealer at the end of the show has to transfer all the guns back. Huge, huge deal to do that. That's a lot of yeah. paperwork. Most people don't do it. So all gun, everybody that, that has a, a dealer license stays in their own state. So if you're one of those guys, and I've done it, I know Earl, you've done it, where you're like, I'm just so tired of going to the show because it's the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You cross the state line, guess what? Those guys on the other side of the state line might think the same thing, but it's a whole new bunch of crap you haven't seen yet. <laughs> so you're like, oh, my God, this crap is amazing. You know, you, I, I could be looking for a gun for two, three years and not find it anywhere where I go in the state of Florida looking around. But as soon as I do, boom, hey, I'm in Tennessee. Let me stop in. There's four of them. It's, yeah, just, uh-huh, it's the way it always uh-huh. works. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the one I first started working with you, helping out on on gun shows on the weekends. Yep. I enjoyed doing the out-of-town stuff Yeah, because that's all. I had never done that. I right. was always... You know, helped out at the Orlando gun shows. It's like, uh, wow, this is a different world. It is. It's different stuff, different places because you got those dealers that stay local. You know, yeah, and they never leave their hometown. They, they it's just where they are. Uh, let's see, we got here. We got. Uh, I know we got Major Bill coming uh, later in the program. He, uh, unless of course some rights violators jump yeah. in front of him. Got to catch up. You know, then he'll get there. But uh, but if not, uh, we should be back uh, next segment uh, with the. Uh, I think we got some legislative updates, so uh, so stick around. We'll bring you those. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol. Not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTechUSA parts. GunTech, 
a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Correct. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb. One minute. The Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun... Remind them, the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Are you? Hey, welcome back to hey, welcome Arms back. Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, Earl and I, no joke, no joke, we just sat here over the break uh, looking at Guns on Gun Broker. Just, <laughs> just still. Look at this one. Oh, yeah. Check oh, out yeah. the description on here. Is that a one-off or is that a factory? You know, it's just we're just, uh, you know, that's what we do, right? We're, we're, we're gun people, so we're sitting here talking guns. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. There's a couple of legislative updates I want to get to you uh, from around uh, from around the country here. Uh, first is out of Massachusetts. Massachusetts has multiple anti-gun bills introduced in the House. Well, it's Massachusetts. I mean, I guess you have to anticipate this, but that doesn't mean you have to sit down for it. You should <laughs> you should be still fighting for this. You should still be contacting your uh, your represent- representatives. Your elected officials, your aldermen, would you know whatever it happens to be in your state. So, here we go. Your uh, let's see, we got uh, we got House Bill up in uh, one thirty-five, an act relative to universal background checks for private gun sales. Universal background checks. Earl, the difference between a standard background check and a universal background check? It's 
good on Jupiter. Good on Jupiter. There you go, folks. Good on Jupiter. Um, bans most firearm sales and transfer. Did you hear that first word? Bans. You're going to hear this a lot the next four years. Oh, yeah. Bans. Bans. And I'm not talking about the Beatles and the Stones or anything. I'm talking about yeah, no, bans. No, no D. No just D. Yeah. B-A-N-S. No Pro- D for you. Yeah. Prob- <laughs> probably going to hear a lot this a lot in the next four months. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're right. Bans most firearm sales and transfers between private individuals without first paying fees. Without first paying fees uh, and obtaining money. government pr- permission. Without first paying fees and obtaining government permission. Um, Earl, um, you, to exercise your first amendment, right? When was the last time you paid the fees to obtain government permission? Well, I was going to say, well, never up until now, but you never know. that That is becoming exactly more right. and more yeah. under, under fire yeah. as well. Firearm sales between friends or neighbors would, would not be exempted. This proposal would have no impact on crime and is completely unenforceable. Uh, you know, listen, Earl, we're, we're tight, we're bros. Uh, you, you bought that gun that you uh, you thought you liked, and you realized, hey, you know what, it's not the one I wanted. And you say to me, "Hey, hey Mike, we go shooting together every every weekend. I know you you got guns, you got your licenses, you got all that, but sorry, I can't sell it to you because I have to uh, I have to go through the FFL and and let the government collect fees and obtain government permission first. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what this would do. Uh, let's see, uh, we got uh, House Bill one thirty six. An act to require liability insurance for gun owners. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Well, uh, you know what? I would also like to have uh, uh, liability insurance for anybody that has a, a knife in their house. Yeah. Uh, how about a gas stove? Those are dangerous. Uh, I would like to have, if you have to have insurance, if you have a, a chainsaw, you know, uh, how about a snow plow? You're in, What's you're, that? You're, you're there in Massachusetts. I figured I'd throw oh, something. Okay. Okay. I'd throw something okay. northern okay. into it. Okay. Todd knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, uh, requires liability insurance for anyone who possesses, carries, or owns a firearm. The one exception is that it does not apply to someone who possesses a firearm on a temporary basis while at a licensed gun club. So now th- this is this is something foreign to you and I, or all in the state that we live. A, 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 a gun club that is a place you go and you can rent a firearm. To shoot at the range that day, because here in this state, if you want a firearm, you go buy one. Here, there in that state, if you want one, you go apply for a license to get one. You apply for a license to be able to hold one, to apply for a license to be able to buy one, to apply for a license to take it home, to apply for a license to conceal it. Ugh. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Yeah, hey, it could be worse. It could be New Jersey, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, although the view in New Jersey is wonderful. Get to see that New York City skyline. Yay. If New York could figure out how to charge New Jersey for that view, they would. Oh yeah, they would. Okay, that's uh, that's Massachusetts. Now we're going to tell you some things that happened in Virginia. This is uh, remember we told you, hey, watch out, Virginia is going to do this, and uh, it, it, it happened. It happened. So let me bring up uh, Virginia here. Here we go. So this is uh, this is what you've got to is, is now passed in Virginia. Now you've got to wait to obviously it's got to get to the governor's desk. Uh, we know your governor there is uh, is probably going to sign any gun bill that he has. House Bill twenty one twenty eight allows for a five business day delay to be imposed on firearms transfers. Current law allows state police up to three business days to complete the background checks. Uh, if three business days elapse without the state police making a determination, a licensed firearm dealer may at their discretion proceed with the sale. Uh, existing Three business day delay 
for what is supposed to be an instant background check done by computers was considered appropriate to the technology level when it was created decades ago. So this is what this does. Listen, these background checks, Earl, I have seen them, you've seen them, completely backed up. Maybe, maybe if a server goes down somewhere, it might take a day. Yeah. Um, even on the busiest days I've seen, as long as everything's operational, which it is 95% of the time, it takes 15 minutes. It you know Maybe, if maybe that 30. Long. Yeah. Yeah, most of them are... Enter, boop, you know, yeah, and there, I, I, and there I, it is. Yeah, I've I've had them more often than not. I enter all the information on one screen, and then as soon as I click the button to submit, which takes me to another screen, mm-hmm. the results there as fast as I clicked it. Already there. Uh, this is just another way for the government to have more control over you and keep your firearm away from you. Yeah. House Bill 2276 essentially ends the centuries-old practice of manufacturing firearms for personal use by imposing requirements that far exceed those in federal law. It prohibits private individuals from possessing certain unregulated components commonly used by hobbyists to make their own firearms. It also provides private individuals, prohibits pr- private individuals from possessing firearms that do not have a serial number issued by a federal firearms importer or federal firearms manufacturer in compliance with all federal laws and regulations. Okay. Um, Earl, I have a box over here. Hold on. I got to lean over here again, so I'm going to take my headset off. Hold on. Here we go. Ooh, goodies. All right, if you'll notice right there, I have a box of felony parts in Virginia. All right. Um, talk to you for just a moment about these uh, ghost guns. I- I've got some some polymer do 80s do here do in do front do of me. Do 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 do. Ghost guns. These, uh, these polymer 80s allow you to make your own handgun. Uh, you, you have to buy the rest of the rest of the accessories to go with it, the lower parts kit, the upper parts kit, a barrel, you have to buy a slide, you have to do all of that, but they don't come with the, there's no serial number on them because they're not a complete firearm, they're 80%, you have to do certain things to it to make it a complete firearm. Now, um, uh, since day one, since day one you've been allowed to make your own firearm in this country. Now, if you're if you're making them to sell, you can't do that. You, right. Your federal firearms, you, at that point, you're, you're manufacturing without a license. What this is, is I want to build my own gun, as either as a hobbyist or, uh, listen, I, I'm kind of guy, I like to strip down the toaster and, and wire it up and make sure it uh, it works properly. They do give you a location where you can put your own. You absolutely. And, 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 and I say, I'm going to number these, all, all of these, Earl. I'm going to uh, number the ones that I have here. Uh, Biden sucks one, Biden sucks two, <laughs> Biden sucks three. I'm going to do them like that. It just just shorten it. It's it's a small space. BS one. BS one. BS two. There you go. They're exactly right. <laughs> uh, so you could you could put your own serial number on there. I don't have to report it. Now, if I made this in two years from now, I didn't like it. I would have to have a serial number on it and report it right to the government that I that I manufactured it, uh, and then I could sell it to another individual. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and blow blow people's minds completely? It's a hundred percent legal to make your own suppressor. It absolutely is. Yep. You sure can. You sure can, and there's uh, now you have to you still have to send them to two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. There's no way of getting stamp. around. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. way of getting around, around the government yeah. getting their their cut. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I've got these. They're little, little, little be little projects, and yeah, uh, this is nice. what we may do is all the same in, color. Yeah, yeah. We're, I, they're all I got all FDE lowers here, folks. Right. Um, what I may do next week, um, just to show you how hard these are, we might build one during the show. <laughs> might might might, uh, might put one together during the show here. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave that to you. Um, Let's see here. I think we can give you one more from uh, Virginia that's just passed. Uh, 
Uh, House Bill 2295, we did tell you about this one. This bans firearms from the Capitol Square, any building or parking facility owned or leased by the Commonwealth. Uh, your governor, Ralph Northam, used an emergency declaration, remember, to fence off Capitol Square and make it a gun-free zone, claiming it was necessary uh, during a peaceful demonstration uh, against anti-gun bills. Uh, and remember what happened? There was there was no gun violence, no nothing, no whatsoever, because they controlled the situation and handled it. That's the, uh, the gun possessors because they went around and surrounded the gun-free zone so the gun possessors protected the other uh the pro-gun people that were disarmed by the governor to go in there who, who just blatantly violated state law just just went straight through it said we're done violate my state state law so uh that's it. So, you know, listen, uh, Virginia, you can still get a hold of your governor up there. You can let him know what's going on. You can say yes or no to him. And uh, Massachusetts, you've got uh, all the time in the world. Uh, well, all the time in the world. You've got the opportunity to reach out to your, uh, your both houses of your, of your, of your uh, state uh, house there and, uh, and the governor's office and let them know that uh, you think their, their proposed laws are poopy and uh, that they should go in the diaper and be thrown in the landfill and they could live there for the next thousand years. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios stick around we'll be back after the break forty kilometers northwest of kandahar afghanistan at a remote desert military base american soldiers are playing video games there are cold drinks coffee snacks and comfy chairs there's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next? And how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. I'll have to show you if you want to talk to the guy, yeah, go to yeah. armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, 
coast to coast and around the world. It's Armed Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by Max Law Orlando. Army Specialist Omar Soltero died January 31st, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Soltero, 28, of San Antonio, Texas, was assigned to Charlie Company, 2nd Battalion, 4th Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 10th Mountain Division, Fort Polk, Louisiana. He was killed in action in the Wardak province of Afghanistan of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit using an improvised explosive device while on a dismounted patrol in the Tangi area. His first sergeant called Soltero an inspiring young soldier with the ability to accomplish any mission tasked. He was always in the front and always ready. Army Specialist Omar Soltero, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the uh, Fallen Hero segment of the program, folks. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, just go to the Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio, and uh, I'd be honored to do the Fallen Hero segment on a uh, Fallen Hero that uh, you know of, read of, uh, you know, uh, related to whatever it happens to be. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Doing well, doing well. Not too bad, sir. Not too shabby. How are you doing? Uh, very busy, very busy here in South Florida. Uh, uh, dealing a lot with the uh, the COVID testing and the the COVID vaccination uh, pod sites that are uh, popping up uh, all over here in South Florida, and coordinating all that, uh, making sure we get a security set up. Uh, and getting those vaccines rolled out for those people that want them. Careful of those vaccines that just killed uh, Hank Aaron. You know, there's they're they're definitely not uh, the, uh, <laughs> the 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 uh, the you know it. Uh, there's risk to it. I'll just say that there's risk to the vaccine. So um, don't just pop in, folks, and think. Uh, I, listen, it's not like a. Uh, it's going to kill everybody you know, by any means. I'm just saying, do your research before you get the vaccine. If you are not at risk whatsoever, there's no reason to put yourself at risk putting the virus inside of you. It's just like the flu. You know, it's it's if you don't if you know you stay home and you don't have any chance of getting the flu, what do you need the flu vaccine for? You know? Yeah. Um, so so how are things with you, sir? How are I mean, uh, you're, you're taking care of the pod sites down there, which sounds like a, sounds a little bit like an alien invasion to me. But uh, you know, if it's a I, I'm curious about the non-alien invasion part that's going on in your life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it's putting a lot of work out here for us, along with uh, everything else that's going on. But uh, you know, Florida's leading the nation in, in as far as providing the vaccine, 
Uh, we have uh, over 1.6 million people that have already been vaccinated in the state of Florida. Very good. Um, I think California has 16 people. I'm not sure, but they are <laughs> dead last uh, in, in the distribution. Uh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's uh, i got to worry about South Florida. i got to worry about uh, uh, my jurisdiction and, and what we're doing down here. But, you know, just put it, put it in perspective uh, of, of what's going on. So I'm, I'm happy I, I live here on... Uh, the right coast as opposed to uh, the land of fruits and nuts. East side. Uh, east side. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's, uh, there, there's some concern going going around uh, in, in the law, enforce, in law enforcement circles, especially uh, after the, the election. Uh, we continue to see the shackling of law enforcement uh, and restrictions uh, uh, on place on us. And the, the latest uh, one we have is the state of Illinois. Uh, I remember a couple of weeks back, we talked about Colorado yep. uh, voting to uh, strip officers of qualified immunity. Uh, Virginia is going down that road. Uh, there have been uh, noises about that in, in North Carolina, believe it or not. Uh, but now we go to this huge sweeping bill out there in Illinois uh, calling the, uh, the the crime reform bill, uh, it's a little under 500 pages. Their legislature <laughs> passed it uh, about 4:40 in the morning, right, right, uh, on a Sunday morning, and shipped it over to the Senate uh, to be voted on uh, that morning, like at 8 a.m. Okay, so it's impossible for their their state senators to read it and go through it, and a lot of people are rallying against it. There's a lot of restrictions in there that are continuing to hamper law enforcement. Uh, a couple of those, uh, they're banning law enforcement agencies to buy surplus federal property uh, that could be used for law enforcement. But they say out specific things that law enforcement's not going to buy anyway. They're not going to buy 50 caliber sniper rifles. Why not? Why? That's, what, it's something we don't need. Oh, right. and, yeah, but it, it'd be but fun. We're not going, we're not trying to take out a target, you know, a mile away. Right, that's, right. That's not our function on a barricaded subject. Uh, you know, track vehicles. Uh, we, we cannot buy any. Uh, or what they're saying is that law enforcement cannot purchase any armed aerial vehicles. What? Um, Oh, blue, man. Blue Thunder? Yeah, I, I don't think you know we're going to go out and buy a surplus Harrier that the Marine Corps is decommissioning to go to the F-35. I was thinking uh, more Blue Thunder, but you know, okay. Blue Thunder was yeah. a great movie, but <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a movie. Gotcha. Uh, you know, same thing with Airwolf. Uh, oh, now that, that's cool. There, this, uh, yeah, well, uh, there, there's a, a city, a small city there called Vernon Hills, and the police chief who just rolled out body cameras for his officers, and I'm an advocate for body camera. It gives us an independent witness. Yep. It gives us a little bit more. It's not the end-all, be-all. Correct. But it gives us some perspective of what the officer is dealing with. Uh, but he's threatening to pull his body cameras to protect the officers because in this proposed bill, uh, and it, it's got a couple of years before this provision would take effect, but if for any reason that the body camera shuts down during an incident, uh, that an officer is involved in, that officer can be charged with a felony. That's ridiculous. Uh, what? You know, yes, yes. They, they can be charged with a felony. Right. Now, 
listen, technology is great, but we all know that technology is technology. And my, I know you had it happen overseas. I had it happen overseas. You know, these, these, uh, these laser sights and, and uh, infrared oh, yeah. targeting devices are great. Yep. But they are going to fail. Yes, they and are. And when they fail, you go back to your trusty iron sights. That's um, right. Exactly right. We can, it, it, so if the body camera fails, it's up to the officer to prove that it wasn't turned off intentionally. And I don't know how you're going to do that. Uh, the, the, the police chiefs association up there, the sheriff's association up there is up in arms, uh, amongst other things that is included in this bill. Uh, so he's threatening to pull all the body cameras. Uh, he's hoping that the law will change yep. uh, in the meantime, but that's what they're facing in that. I, I see it. He's protecting them. He's protecting them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he, he's doing what a chief needs to do. Yeah. Um, there's also provisions in there that is changing the classification of police officers statewide right. to where their classification will not allow them to engage in collective bargaining. Uh, okay, no, so no, that's a no, no. Yeah, right. They're 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 taking that away from them. Uh, there are also a lot of other provisions where you know the cat no cash bond, uh, where people are just going to be you know let out on the street. We saw yep. in Philadelphia what happens oh, yeah. with that. Yep, yep. We've seen it across the nation of what's going on. So we're watching this very closely. We're going to see if the governor up there in Illinois signs off on it, uh, and it's just uh, going to be one of those things that. You know, we continue to see uh, they. you can only police to the level that your community wants policing. Um, and we're starting to hear rumblings out of uh, Minneapolis where they may not want to exactly. get rid of the police department now. But, so we'll see what transitions with that. Crazy. Major, I got, uh, you're going to you're gonna have about 10 seconds to respond to this. Did you see the story about uh, Chief Jason Collier out of Stinnett Police Department who was recently relieved and arrested because he has <laughs> two wives, three fiancés, and 15 girlfriends? Wow. Well, yeah, uh, he's 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 a busy guy. Yeah, I'm just saying. Listen, um, and if he can coordinate yeah, all that, and, and he's the pastor of a church. Yep. Yeah. True. I'm just saying, if he can coordinate all that effectively, he's probably running the department pretty smooth too. I'm guessing he's got he's got a skill. He got a skill yeah, set. Yeah, you know, he's <laughs> got a skill set. <laughs> a, uh, Major, thank you for joining us, and please stay safe. Absolute all my brothers and sisters in blue. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. Lewis Armstrong Radio coming to you live from the magflag.com studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio section. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? 
Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of next level training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. <laughs> and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Who are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. I want to thank Major Bill for joining us there last segment. Um, I, I kind of hit him at the last moment there, Earl, with that last story. I don't know if you, you saw that one. Yeah. This is... Uh, this is uh, maybe he'll get into it next week. I don't want to go into it, but it's Jason Collier. He was the chief of police in Stinnett Police Department in Texas, and he had two wives, three fiancés, and fifteen girlfriends. Wow! Uh, and nobody knew anything about each other. And I think what he got arrested for was the two wives. He faked some annulment papers, so he faked the uh, a government document uh, when he filed that he was no longer married. Ah! And that's how he was able to get married to the second one. So. Um, yeah, that's too much. That's too much. That's Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's one wife's too much. You know, some, you know, some, <laughs> so just, just, you know, that's uh, some craziness going on there. Um, I guess it all came tumbling down for him though. This week though, like all at once, like uh, 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 a cascading effect of one found out, the other I'll found say out, say the other a found out. Effect. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. And that's a uh, that's what happened to that guy. So uh, you know what? Don't don't do that. Don't 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 do that. Um, I'm going to talk to you about Kansas legislature. They're uh, they're taking a look at the debate there on college campuses again. I know that uh, many states are looking at this. Florida's Florida's one of them right now, and it's uh, uh, I believe it's, it it goes to the committee on Monday in Florida. Uh, let's see here out of out of Kansas. If uh, Mackenzie Haddix was old enough, she'd be carrying a gun on the Emporia State campus. If I'm walking back home from one of my classes at 9 o'clock p.m. and it's pitch black outside, I don't necessarily think that an emergency pole at the end of the street for me to push a button is going to help protect me if a man drives up, hold me, holds me and gunpoint, and holds me at gunpoint and says, uh, get in the car. Uh, uh, you know, there's, there's a rape fixing to happen. Uh, this is, you might as well have a, a you know, a no crime sign. Yeah. You know, no, no crime, no guns. Uh, well, uh, sir, you can't you can't uh, you know, uh, accost that young lady. There's a there's a pole there. She can push a button on, so you can't do that. You can't do that. Let's see that pole stop me. Yep. I do believe if I were able to conceal carry at the age of 18, I could defend myself. Uh, the Kansas legislature may grant uh, had that opportunity. Lawmakers are considering bills that would allow people as young as 18 to get a concealed carry permit in the state. Let me say this: lawmaker. I want to re- I want to say this the right way. Lawmakers are considering bills that would allow adults. To carry a concealed carry or to have a concealed carry permit, adults. Yeah. 
Not we didn't we didn't pick some arbitrary age. You know, we're adults. Yep. Uh, this bill would create a provisional license for people 18, 19, and 20 uh, and establish reciprocity with other states in the nation with concealed carry licensing, including those that provide permits to 18-year-olds. Well, that would this would only be good in uh, the, way, the, way, the way that uh, full faith and credit works is that uh, it has to be the same. So if, if they're the only ones that allow uh, 18-year-olds uh, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds have a concealed carry permit, that, that license would only be valid there. Earl, you'll understand this. Um, how old do you have to be to be a commercial driver's license in the state of Florida, have a commercial driver's license? Oh, you would have asked me on that. I'm a little little off on it just because I've had one for so long. So right now off the top of my head, I'm going to say 21. Whether it's 18 or 21, the difference would be, let's say West Virginia says we're going to license them at 16. And now, okay. we, and now we want you to let them in. <laughs> no, it still has to be the law in our state, right? Right. You know, so it just it just means that if if the laws are the same, we acknowledge that your your license is good here. It can't be, you know, oh well, listen, uh, we have no requirements, and we're going to give you a commercial driver's license. Well, that wouldn't be good across state lines, right? Uh, so there's the re- there's requirements that we have. So full faith and credit, full faith and credit means it has to be the same. Uh, across state lines, and then we'll recognize it. So, but I'm all for 18 year olds. Listen, um, campus carry in Florida. What they're looking at is 21 and over, which really doesn't affect many of the college, your traditional college students. Many of your about that age. Yeah, many of your traditional college students are 18, 19, 21, and they're graduating at 21, 22. Um, you know, your 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 seniors, sophomores, uh, you know, and maybe juniors are going to be underage and not able to have the uh, uh, the 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 one the one part. Uh, you know where they can't have, where they can't have a firearm. So, um, eighteen is great. Eighteen is is really what I like to see um, because that's 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 adulthood. You yeah. Know, let's come up with one standard and one line. And, and just to to uh, redeem myself a little bit, I you know got my got my uh, driver's license at sixteen, right. and that's how I celebrated my eighteenth birthday. It was here in Florida, right. and I'm dating myself. That uh, as soon as I turned eighteen, I went and got my chauffeur's license. Oh, that's right. You used to be a chauffeur's license that, in Florida. That. Yeah. Uh, did turn into a CDL. Yeah, yeah. It was a class C license, I think, wasn't it? Or is it because an E was because they were class A, B, C, and D, and E. Now they have names for them. No, right? Yeah. No, now they are classes. Okay. Back then, it was just it was names. It was chauffeur's right. license, and I think operator. Operator, license. chauffeur, chauffeur, yeah. chauffeur covered everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, tractor, yeah. trailer, dump right. truck, bus. Yep. Everything. Yep. Now they break it down. Right. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. In the process, the legislature uh, is, is reopening a charge debate over guns on college campuses at a time when following an armed attack on the U.S. Capitol, professors would worry open and honest discussion will be rendered unsafe. Hey, hey, load of crap. If you're afraid, uh, uh, you're afraid of her Second Amendment rights because you want to exercise your First Amendment rights. You do this, and they go they go hand in hand. Yeah. This is about responsibility. All right. Um, you know, first off, don't be calling somebody. Uh, you, you know, uh, inciting. Uh, you know, uh, violence in your classroom, um, and you don't have to worry about getting you know punched in the nose. You know, yeah. Uh, you, you don't don't be a don't be a jack wagon. You know, and and you won't have to get smacked. Uh-uh. Something I always think about is you know why why are politicians so uh, hard up right now, trying so hard to disarm the citizens of the United States? Yeah, maybe they're getting ready to try and do something that we'd shoot them for. Yeah, yeah, like disarming us. Yeah. yeah. The British tried to take our guns. Uh-huh. Yeah. We shot them. That's what we, we did. We shot them. 
let's see. So there are processes in place to mitigate the risk, said the president of the university senate. Yeah, we have that poll down the street. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's just, listen, and as, as you're being held down and choked, just keep pressing the button. Yep. Just keep pressing the button. It'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, in the current situation, most students eligible to carry guns are upperclassmen and smaller classes who professors know well. New laws would change that. This could be an introductory 600-person class where I would have no idea who's sitting in one corner of the room and is offended by, someone else, by, by what someone else has to say. Here's what you need to worry about. You have 600 students in your class, and maybe some of them are law-abiding citizens that have chosen to defend themselves instead of being a sheep waiting for a blue a pole at the end of the parking lot to save them. Maybe she's decided, or he's decided, I'm going to take responsibility for my action rather than lay that off on uh, you know, the campus security officer. Yeah. Uh, and if you're really worried about, well, if I say something, I don't want them to get hostile and shoot me in the face. You know what? Maybe you should watch what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not saying go out and shoot people in the face for saying stupid things, but you know, an armed society is a polite society. Yeah. And I know you want to make thought-provoking comments, but if you want to make thought-provoking hurtful comments then you probably shouldn't have your job. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, quit assuming everybody, just because they have a, uh, they choose to defend themselves, that they're going to fly off the handle. Yeah. Oh, he's got a gun. He's going to shoot me if I say something wrong. Yeah. No. Uh, you're, you're a, you're no. a, You also should get no list of I who's armed. You should get none of it. You should, this, here's what you should know. There are students in my class, and they need to conduct my class professionally. That's yeah. what you need to know, you liberal piece of crap. Yep. Okay, and if you're offended with me calling you a liberal piece of crap, why you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me you want to you want to make thought provoking things you want to get them angered up so you could get them a better grade? Now, now, don't buy it, don't buy it. Stick your hypocrisy up your uh, your fourth point of contact there and uh, and walk out the room. You know, just we don't we don't need you here. We don't need you here anymore. So it's crap. They're adults. If they want to defend themselves, they should have the right to do so. Exactly. They should have the ability. To defend themselves, their family, if they want to. Sorry, it doesn't make any bit of sense. Why are we going to sacrifice them? Okay, listen, my good angel, my good child, I'm releasing you into the world. But for three years, you can't do anything to protect yourself. When you get to 21, it'll all be good. Yeah. But 18, 19 to 20, I want you to walk around with your fingers crossed and look for blue poles. <laughs> it's just crap. Crap. Yeah. Sorry. So. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know why that one sets me off. I don't know, but it does. You know, it's just stupid, 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 stupid. Uh, well, it's it's double standards that people don't yeah. realize. Yeah, Th- that that's where they're getting good at. Yeah, they're 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 getting very good at the sneak attack. Yeah, you don't realize what it's coming. It, they they word it, you know, very innocuously. It you know sounds good. You know, it's it's yeah. for the children. Oh, oh, yes, it's right, for yeah. public safety. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, no. Folks, thanks for listening again this week. I want to thank uh, Mr. Todd Fossey. Check him out at thisisids.com. Thisisids.com. Uh, Major Bill, you can hear him on here. Uh, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. 
So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Woo. All right, gentlemen, great show. Hey, Kelly, did you, uh, yesterday when I gave you a text, it was because um, Salem was reaching out, something about a uh, password for the new IP address, and uh, uh, I couldn't get a hold of Jim, so that's why I, I tried you, but then I finally got a hold of Jim. Got you. Yeah, I was so. like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, because they sent it to me, and they're like, we've got no action on this. And I was like, uh, and I realized they sent it to Tom is where they sent it, but, you know. Tom's sitting down there on the beach. Uh, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I haven't been looped on any, on anything since then, so I guess they still have his contact as opposed to mine. Exactly. He, he's sitting down on the beach in Hope Sound. He ain't, he don't care. So That's over. <laughs> he clocked out quite some time ago. That's it. Exactly. If anything like that does happen again, just you know, inform me, let me know, and then I'll see what I can do. It's good that you got in contact with Jim, though. Let me, let me do this. Let me... All right, you know what? I'll, I'll text you, and I'll get your email address, and uh, I'll just forward it to you so you got their contact info also. I got you. Sounds good, man. Have a good week. Be safe, y'all. See you next week. All right.